Welcome to the Happy Kids Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppDudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's show is entitled Create a Baking Play Day. Hello, everyone. And boy, if you want to see some happy kids, like our podcast entails, have a baking play day. <laughs> we have some photos that were taken two or three years ago and then some from last year. And it's all smiles. <laughs> this is a pretty common occurrence in our kitchen. And the kids really do enjoy baking things. We have a lot of fun with it. And we thought you might too. So dig up your favorite recipes and come on in for some baking play day fun. (laughs) (laughs) Now, of course, kids have their favorites and some of the things they really like to make are cookies. They like to make candy or fudge and they also like to make cupcakes. Usually with us, it's cookies or cupcakes. We don't encourage an awful lot of the real high sugary things. Don't forget the brownie. (laughs) That's true. They do love to make brownies. Now, you're going to need some favorite recipes, as Bill said, or you can also buy the box cake variety if you prefer to do that, and the kids will enjoy it just as much. We've done both. But certainly the recipes come well into play when you're doing cookies because you've got peanut butter cookies and chocolate chip cookies and sugar cookies and Christmas cookies (laughs) and Easter cookies and, by gosh, even Fourth of July cookies. Yeah. And, of course, there can be any different kinds of baking ingredients for those other seasons. Don't forget Halloween. That's a big one in our place. And, of course, you have to have a lot of utensils. So you want to make sure if you're going to start projects like this that you do have the pans and things that you need. Well, we like to do, we have some shapes that we make cupcakes out of, and they're shaped like animals. We have hearts and stars and different things. And these are 3D molds, by the way, so that when you knock them out onto the wax paper, you might have a butterfly or you might have some other kind of flying beast or something. (laughs) A dragonfly or a bumblebee or whatever it is. But yes, this is what we're talking about. And you can get these at a lot of the baking utensil stores. Also, we have a large variety of pans in different sizes. You want us to have some large sort of flat ones so that you can make squares and things like that and then cut them out. Those kinds of things will be really handy when it comes to working with kids. And they love to do all the spreading and all the pouring and all that good uh, stuff. Rice crispy treats with that gooey marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Oh. We've done that too. We've done the chocolate ones as well as the regular kind. And also, you're going to have to have some decorations. So you want to have lots of little bowls, and you're going to have icings and probably some food colorings to make the icings different colors if you make your own icing. You can also buy your icing in various different colors. And don't forget the sprinkles. Oh, yeah. That's their favorite. Also, they like a lot of candies and things like M&Ms and Nerds and chocolate chips and Red Hots and those kind of things that they like to put on to decorate their cupcakes with or their cookies. We have a variety of those things that we just keep on hand. And they just put icing on their creations and then stick these little candies on into the icing. It's really fun. And of course, it's delicious when they're done. That's right. 
Now, you also need cookie cutters. If you want to roll out some cookie dough and cut the cookies in different shapes, you're going to need cookie cutters to do that with. And you're going to have to have some cooling racks also. That's really handy when you want to empty out the pans and let the cake sit for a while to cool off. Now, don't forget the liners for the cupcake Mm -hmm. pans. Try to get the kind that have many colors in one box. That's always really fun for them. We have graduated to the mini cupcake pans as well as the normal size cupcake pans. And the mini ones can be quite fun. The kids can hold the whole cupcake in their hand so that when they're spreading on the icing and so forth, or maybe doing other little decorations, it's so easy to control it better. Now, in our kitchen, we have a lot of space. If you don't have a lot of space in your kitchen, you may want to take this to a large table and work with the kids there as you're initially putting things together before they go into the oven. Of course, this takes a lot of monitoring. So if you have a lot of kids, you want to have more than one adult on hand to make sure the kids are doing things safely and they're not going to hurt themselves in any way. So you need to make sure, especially when you have a hot stove and things like that happening, that you have enough people on hand to really keep an eye on every child and make sure that every child is doing well. They may need help, and we've often helped our little ones, but they really like to take charge and do it themselves. (laughs) A A lot of times they even want their own bowls and their own dishes for their own little sprinkles and things, and they don't always want to share. We've had occasions when they did share and times when they didn't want to. It's fine either way. They get the job done. The main thing is make it fun. Now, don't forget oils and also some sprays that you're going to use for completely non-stick outcome because there's nothing more disappointing than the cake batter doesn't come out of the cake pan properly and it's all stuck and won't do what it's supposed to do so it can't be iced properly in the end. Big bummer. (laughs) Now, we need to take a quick break to thank our sponsor. But when we come back, we're going to talk about fun activities that go along with the baking play day. What's happening in the background while the kids are busy mixing ingredients or filling the pans or even decorating at the end of the baking cycle. So we'll be right back. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we are back. And one of the things that I really love to do on baking day is to have a baking (laughs) sing-along. We have a lot of silly music, and it's really fun for the kids. And I remember this really quite well from when I myself was a child. So it's kind of become part of our routine. And we'll put on some old, funny, silly pieces of music, like Casey would waltz with the strawberry blonde, and Bonnie lies over the ocean, and we like goober peas and found a peanut, you know, all the good old standards. And the kids really do have a lot of fun singing these things as we're in the kitchen baking. It's just a silly time, and we're all having a really good time. Absolutely. And we have a CD from Guy Lewis. Guy Lewis performs during the school year in a lot of the schools and gives concerts. And then during the summer, he does outdoor concerts for the Tots. 
And he had a CD several years ago that he put out that was mostly Americana songs. So old cowboy songs and all things like the old lady that swallowed a fly and <laughs> perhaps she'll die. And yeah. The um, cricket song. And oh my gosh, just so many wonderful things. And the kids love to listen to it and sing along with that. It really is a lot of fun for them, and it's so much fun because they know each song by heart. So everybody gets into the routine, and we're just all jamming along, and it makes the time go fast. It makes the energy stay high. It's just a lot of fun. So now one of the first things to start with is to get some sturdy, quality stools for the kids to stand on. Now we've mentioned in previous Happy Kids podcasts that we found three really interesting stools at Ikea. And these are rectangular in shape, and they're probably about a foot tall, maybe 14 inches tall. And they're molded white plastic with a little non-skid surface on the top of them. When we put them along a counter or even along the stove area for the kids to stand on, they can stand up there and work with various products. Certainly, they can mix ingredients standing on these stools. They can rinse stuff off at the sink standing on these stools. It's really great buy. They really were. And we got them on sale. I think they were about five bucks each. So it was really wonderful. And when we're done with them, they're stackable. So we just put them in a corner in the kitchen and they're out of the way. That was a great thing to do. And kids really do need that because they can't really function well in the kitchen unless they're up at the counter and they can really reach things and partake in what's going on. And they really have to be at a certain height because you want to have them breaking their own eggs and measuring and putting things into the measuring cup, different liquids, and then certainly the stirring. So it's one thing to break the eggs. And of course, you got to help them pull out the little bits of eggshell that they lose and <laughs> leave behind in the bowl. Then the eggs have to be beaten up, and we call that stirring here. That's all integral parts to their learning experience, but also their fun of inclusion. Otherwise, they don't own the project. Absolutely. It's got to be theirs. Another thing that we do is we cover the floor up under the tables so that they don't get things all over the place. Of course, it depends on the floor. If I'm in the kitchen, I don't worry so much about it. I can sweep it up. But if we're on a carpeted surface, I want to make sure that floor is covered up because they're doing all kinds of strange things with all kinds of strange colors and who knows what would happen to the carpet. So that's an important thing to be thinking about. Another thing you want to think about is to have them wear some form of bib something to cover up the front of their clothing so that they're not completely a mess when they're done. And believe me, they will be if you don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, old shirts, you know, dad's old shirts, my old shirts from when I used to work every day and things of that nature. Right. You just roll up the sleeves and put them on backwards. And the kids really like that. And it's great when you're working with your grandkids because When you're sending them home at night, you don't want them to go home all covered and stuff so that their mom is already angry (laughs) that you had baking day. Right. Don't want to create any dissension in the family. And another thing, as Bill mentioned, was wax paper for the finished cookies or for anything that you may be like dumping out a cake out of a pan. You want to be able to put it somewhere where it's not going to hurt the surface of your counter. So just be aware of those kind of things that you need to have on hand. 
it's a little bit hard when you get the kids all assembled and you're already do something and you're missing some of the key ingredients. So we're trying to just give you a heads up about some of these things. They will become important when you're in the process. Right. Clean cloths are very important. We use dish towels a lot, but those hard woven cotton old style dish cloths are really great. And you lay it down and then you can flip the cake pan, like an eight inch or nine inch cake pan, right down on top of these. And that's a great place to cool off the cake section while you're working on other parts, getting ready to do the frosting of it. Right. And you find very quickly when you're working with a lot of different projects at one time that you run out of surface space. We do have a pretty large kitchen with an island in the middle and we still run out. So if you're limited with that, you want to make sure that you spread things out a bit, have enough room to accommodate all those different things. Once you do get around to the decorating phase of all of this, each child has his own area at the table for decorating. And this is kind of important because kids are kind of territorial. (laughs) They don't always like to share. So you want to make sure that if they do require their own dishes, that you just allow that. It's not a problem. I try to teach ours to share, but they don't always want to. So I don't really enforce that. I give them their own if that's what they want to do. It just makes things so much easier. And also, we don't want to inhibit their creativity. One child might be working completely on their own without even looking at the others and without trying to get suggestions from the others. But that's common, too, to check out what your neighbor is doing and maybe copy a little bit. But sometimes they do not want to be interfered with. So it is good for them to have their own stuff that they can then create their own little masterpiece. Exactly. Now, we need to take another quick break to thank a sponsor. But when we get back, we're going to talk about how you might record this for posterity. And believe me, you're going to want to. (laughs) So we'll be right back. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Now, one of the things that we also want to mention before we get to the recording idea that Bill brought up is that you also want to have some photos or perhaps examples of decorations on hand. You can either have pictures from books or you can have pictures you've cut out of magazines. Some things that you want to show the kids so they get a jump start and they have some ideas of how to get started on a project. Now, they won't always follow this. We have some kids in our family that like to just do things on their own, and that's fine. But we do, at times, also use these decorative ideas, and they go along for a bit with that. Kids are always going to have their own personal spin. That's correct. And, you know, at the end, when they're all done, their projects are going to be beautiful. We've done this many times. We've never been disappointed. So just let them do their own thing if that's what they want to do. Be sure also that you never touch any of their creations and also instruct them not to do that. Just ask before you ever touch anything that they're doing, because there will be some really hurt feelings if you get involved and you have not asked permission. And this is all part of encouraging them 
and then providing a little bit of help here and there where needed. You also want to kind of watch the kids as their attention wanes because at different ages, they'll have different attention spans and some of them will begin to tire of this whole activity perhaps and then you'll start hearing the fighting and complaining and grumbling. Once that happens, you want to have some activities ready, like maybe you want to stop and have a little dance break or do another activity altogether and then try again later. Just come back to the project when they're ready to decorate again. And remember... They need a lot of praise, so it's praise, praise, praise all along the way in this process. They really do thrive on it, and they're so happy when they get done, and they can show what they've achieved. It's beautiful. That's when you want to do your recording. So with smartphones being so common today and being so available, most of us do have them, that's an easy way to record this experience. You want to make sure to take lots of pictures. Get in the habit of stepping back a little bit, snapping a quick picture. Most of the phones can work in reasonable light without flash, so the kids might not even notice that you're there taking pictures. Then also, learn how to use the video parts of your smartphone. They take great videos, and you can even record sound with them. This is so much fun to share with them later, to share with their parents and even to post with your friends on some of your social media sites. This is just a wonderful thing to record the day. I've made different things, like I have a screensaver on my computer of the kids doing one of these projects. They really didn't know I had that picture, so they came into my office and, Grandma, look what Grandma has! And they were so excited to see that picture of them at the table putting together their cupcakes and decorating them. And I said, oh, yes, this is one of my favorite pictures. See, I have it right here on my computer, and I keep it here all the time so I can see you. And they just love that. So it is really important. We've even had some of them printed into 8x10s. If you have a color printer, you could do it at home. But if not, you can send them to a place like Costco or CVS, the drugstore. There are so many different places now that will take an electronic file from you even allow you to send it over the internet. So we have several 8x10s that we posted around the house of that same baking day and the kids working individually on different parts of the project. When they see that, they're excited, but it also helps them remember the activity and the things that they did. And it helps integrate them. This entire project really helps integrate them into the whole process of preparing food something that needs to be done for them their whole life, the rest of their time here on this planet. It helps them become a doer as opposed to just a consumer. (laughs) And to have fun doing it. This is a great idea. We hope that you guys will enjoy it and let us know if you do. (laughs) So I think that's our podcast for today, Bill. Thanks, Kira. I had fun and I hope our listeners did too. Bill and I want to thank all of you for listening to us on the Happy Kids Podcast. To subscribe to our show, just go to iTunes Podcast and look for the Better Living Institute, the Happy Kids Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happiness Experience, and today's podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, 
wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone.